Alright, welcome back to the show. You know who it is. Your host with the most cool, Corey J. DJ, what you say? Back in the building once again. You're now tuned in. To, I need to start saying it, the episode. You're now tuned in. For what? Let's do it like this. I'm going to say you're. You say no. now. You're. <laughs> no. Tuned in. And no. So. So. What. You. You. Say it. Oh, okay. <laughs> Alright, that was not. We definitely have to edit, edit, cut that out. <laughs> anyway, you're now tuned in. This is what you're saying. But I'm guessing if you're watching this, all three of y'all, you, you probably already know what you're watching. So, But someone told me I should start saying the name of the show mode. Anyway, I got Why Tony Shark. I mean, damn, I got Tony Shark in the building. I got Sean X Dawn in the building. So, what you on? Today? I don't know, son. That's how we you rocking. You on the Zoinkies? That's a, the what? You off the Zoinkies? Uh, I don't know what that is. I don't even know what the Zoinkies is. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know what that is. Fuck, fuck my brain the up. The kids are, aren't the kids saying it? Kids are, oh, <laughs> aren't okay. the kids saying it? Trey's like anyway, twenty-three. He's a kid. Anyway, back in the building, <laughs> episode sixty-five. Why don't you do the intro? Go ahead, you take the intro. For what? Just do it. Episode sixty-five. You know what I'm saying? We already said who we got here. <laughs> so, fellas, <laughs> that was not gonna introduce our guest. How was your weekend? Not, I thought we was gonna get into how was all. I mean, shit first. Not like the people can't see him, but you know. <laughs> all right, go ahead. How was your weekend? <laughs> uh. Uh, how was it? Uh, I guess it was cool. Oh, I'm getting glasses. I will be having glasses. So it's official. It's official now. Week. I'm excited. That shit fire. Gold that frames. Cool. Cartier. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, I I thought about making my Gucci sunglasses regular glasses, but y'all gave me too much shit for that last week. So, uh, I don't know. I'm gonna just find some cheap ass ones that look fire. Probably can. That's it. That's it. Yeah, that's it. Bus pad ass and uh, 2K13 and 18. And um, that's it. How's your weekend, bro? Yeah, any like cable guy orgies or cable <laughs> guy orgies? No, nah, I didn't have nothing eventful happen. They have been fucking me over, sending me all over, all over the great state of Louisiana. Nah, it's for real though, son. Like I started one day. I was I started with a job in Slidell. Then I went to fucking Bugaloosa. Then I went from Bugaloosa to Madisonville, which is like an hour drive. Then I went from Madisonville to Kentwood. Oh, why is why is anyone in Kentwood? <laughs> the, chill out. You just talked about no. Like, she's from Kinder. Everybody oh, at AWG. I ain't know. You talked about everybody. Niggas from AWG from Kentwood. Yeah, Nigga, like a motherfucker. Louisiana. 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 Hey man, that should be weird. A lot of people. I'm from pretty sure she's from Kinder. From pretty sure she's Kinder. Positive as Kinder. Kentwood. Who who are y'all talking about? Britney Spears. Someone oh, that doesn't uh, matter. It might be Kentwood, Pat. Hey Siri. Hey Siri. Fact check. Where's Britney Spears from? Okay. I found something on the web for what's Britney Spears from. What? Take a look. I'm about to see. This is live on a podcast right now. We don't get sued for using Siri. Oh, she's from Kentwood. Hey! I'll be knowing. Shout out to Brittany. Actually, she was born in Macomb, Mississippi. So fuck she's all of y'all. Kentwood. Kentwood. She repping Kentwood. Anyway, Kentwood. anyway, no, uh, nothing eventful happened. Um, nah, nothing eventful happened. I was at this lady's house. I think I'm pretty sure she might have had a a clan robe in her closet. I try. I know. I like because I think I might have seen it on a slick. And I was trying to get some alone time to go and look, but she kept following me. So I did have a um a lady. This was a different lady, and uh she was old. She was like ninety six, 
and we, she asked me, do you know anyone that knows how to fix TVs? I was like, nah. She's like, well, my neighbor, he's a black man. He used to work on my TVs, but I think he passed away. And I was just like... So basically, she's saying anybody she see that's black, she think you just fix a TV. That's what I thought. But then I was like... And where I, was I, that one? This, was, this happened to be in Kenwood. Yep. I gave her the benefit. I'm like, well, she's 96, like literally. So... She probably grew up in that area. Different time, different place. <laughs> Louisiana gotta understand these things, bro. Me and Pat almost got shot going to uh, Natchitoches. There's like a gap in between Lafayette and Natchitoches where you just don't stop. If you're black, you don't (laughs) stop anywhere because you're gonna die. And we didn't know. And uh, (laughs) like we stopped somewhere. And (laughs) this nigga gets off the car. And yeah, everybody's but, looking yeah, our so way, he like he, he might have had to stay in the car. Like where, where, what are y'all doing? And I get out, and I'm getting the I worst see. mugs. If you know Patch and know, he might have had to stay in the car. Man, you had to pump that gas, son. son. That shit was crazy. I didn't know what was going on though. I was like, what the fuck, these niggas looking at? And then like, we had white guy with us, and his name and y'all Carson. got out the car. Yeah, yeah, we were like getting. I had <laughs> to get something. Work, work smarter, not Carson harder. was like, yo, we got to get out of here. Like he was freaking out. He was like. He was trying to he tell was freaking me, out? He was so trying it was to tell bad me, for y'all real. are not supposed to be here. He kept saying that in the nicest way possible. He was like, we got to get out of here. Y'all are not supposed to be here. And we got in the car. He was like, dude, I thought y'all were about to get out. sure y'all wasn't being drama queens? Because we know, you know. All right. <laughs> <laughs> He's, <laughs> He's clearly zoomed in on your face. I'm a drama <laughs> queen like a motherfucker, but nah, I felt unsafe. And Dapper, Dapper was with us. Oh, fuck. Uh, so y'all know shit got real. Right. <laughs> Dapper would have got out with them fucking African Dapper slippers on. They would have beat y'all exactly. ass. There's a lot of places in Louisiana you should be worried about, but people don't talk about that. So I think it's talked about. You That's just it. you just ignore the signs. I don't be knowing. Anyway, Shane Douglas. Something. You know what Shane Douglas yeah. is? He was nope. a wrestler. The first, oh, I remember the, the, the franchise, Shane, Shane Douglas. Douglas. Yeah, I don't, I don't really care that much. Well, Shout anyway. out Shane, though. Right, he'll fuck you up. Okay. How was your uh, last week? Uh, it was all right. I'm trying to think of anything eventful that happened, anything new. Any new visitors? <laughs> Drops <laughs> like a motherfucker. Damn. Yeah. But no, bro. No new visitors. I've been chilling. Uh, shit. Had a sad t- day today. Rest in peace, Nipsey Hussle. Um. Yeah, that's it. Yeah, to be first to say it. I know. Fuck it, man. It's all good. R.I.P. Nip. It's all good. But so. on a good note, we got my dog, Matrell Button. You know yeah. what I'm saying? So representing the Pac-10. The Pac-10. Pac-12. Damn, Tony Sharp. Fuck. He's showing his age. Yeah, he's showing his age. <laughs> it was Pac-10. It was Pac-10 when before, and then they added they added a few schools, so it's I'm Pac-12 sorry, now. Let's get it. <laughs> so take it from the start. You went to school with John. Well, Curtis. first introduce my son. Don't just say, we just take it said from the his start. name, man. But introduce what he does, why he's here, what the game. I'm gonna let him do oh, that. Yeah. Okay, well then. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> Go ahead. Go ahead. <laughs> Stop looking at me like that, son. Man, do you think Sean? This this house would just die. I'll slap you, son. Do you think? I forgot Sean? what what what. Go ahead, son. But what was saying? I forgot what I was even saying. Now. You was you was doing a dry ass introduction. What you doing? No. <laughs> All right then. Like I was saying, started off at John Curtis. I forgot what I was about to say. Now you were you one of the okay. child phenoms that was like recruited by John Curtis? Don't they start recruiting in like junior high, like See, that's the thing. like it's elementary like, school? Is that true? It's partially true, but I mean, I feel like everybody's been doing it. We just get like. We get the blame for it because we the most successful. <laughs> yeah, because y'all motherfuckers yeah, is the truth. Man, how many really how many state it. titles did John Curtis have? You know, like twenty five. They mm, took two away from us. That's ignorant. But we had like 25 or I believe so. 23 in a row or something Yeah, like No, it was like 
so it was some crazy number. I don't even. It's so many, honestly, I really don't know. But yeah, it was. We, I think we had like twenty four, twenty five right now. That's I got crazy. I got three in the natty national championship too. That's crazy. That's crazy. So were you a lifelong baller? You started playing football at, a, at an early, early age? Or? No, I started playing football at like probably eight. Okay. I used to always quit though. Like, yeah, man, fuck this. Yeah, I was just so used to playing football like on the street and shit, two hand touch that when we put pads, I'd be like, man, it's not. This is yeah. This thing. This ain't what I'm <laughs> lot, used to. A lot of yeah, people. A so lot of tough. people learn if it's for them or not. When that. When that yeah, is that I time. Got, that was like, so yeah, I would quit. You had breeds, man. I would so. quit, and then I um, I ended up just sticking with it one year, and it just kind of went from there. But yeah, yeah so like eight or nine. Mm. Early then, start. Like, at what point did you realize you was like, holy shit, I could really do something in football, have a career? With yeah, because I got a, a theory I want to get yeah, into. After like my first year, I was kind of like iffy you know what I'm saying I was like yeah. average but then like once I built that confidence and like I got a new coach cause you know obviously like when you play little league each year you get new coaches for each different <laughs> each different age group yeah so my um like my my first year I remember I played it was my first year really playing so I played like DN and like cornerback <laughs> never touched the ball and then, like my second year, I played running back, and then that's when I was like, "Damn, I might actually be good." Like we out from that point forward, like I played basketball a little bit, but I wasn't really good at basketball, so I ended up sticking with football because right. that was the sport I you was best at. So I got a quick question I want to ask all of y'all before we get back into your story: Are y'all going to allow y'all's kids to play football? Do you have a son? Yeah. Are you? Are, no, I don't want to say allow. Like, are you going to push for it? Nah. Yeah, yeah, I'm, push for I'm, a, I'm not gonna push towards gonna push. anything. Like I'm gonna just bring it out there. If they fuck with it, they fuck with it. If they don't, they don't. So, exactly. so if he want, if your son wants to play, and say he plays, you put him in youth league or whatever, and not to sound bad, but you notice, all right, <laughs> this might not be for you, but he really still wants to play. How would you go about doing that? I'm gonna just try to help him get better. And I'm just let him out there and run, run routes with him. Make some calls. I'm mean, <laughs> if, if that's my I didn't son, I, I do the running routes and shit for fun, yeah. just to like help him out. But, of course, yeah. like as a, a father, to coach, but I'm not gonna just be pushing, like getting mad at him if he's fucking gonna, up. Relive like, your, you live your childhood dreams. Like, what was a, what, like that wait, for me? I misunderstood the last one. What was the second question? Well, I said, well, are you gonna push them to to play? Yeah. See, I you wouldn't really push my kid to play though. Yeah. Because I feel like with like. Just having friends and being around it, like mm-hmm. my parents never pushed me to play sports. Yeah. It was right. always something like, if you yeah. want to do it, well, you no, do it. If you don't, you don't. You know what right. I'm saying? So like, but that is a thing. But like, that's what I'm gonna do. I mean, yeah. if he, I'm a, my kid's gonna try everything. Yeah. And yeah. guy, girl, whatever. That I'm a. But what get if they say they don't want to try? No, that's fine. Then they're dude. not gonna try it. But like, like well, hey, put them at a young age to where they're not gonna. Like, hey, you know, know if they want. You know, being a, you being a doctor is just as fun as playing football. Yeah, like, <laughs> that's right. Tell them. You're gonna try football. You're gonna try t-ball. You're gonna try uh, basketball, soccer, and whatever you like. That's what you. See, I'm like, gonna ask mom, you what you want. What you like? My the most, mom didn't even want that. me to play football. A lot of people. I feel like there's a lot of people out here that would have been great, but parents was like, nah, fuck that. My mom was like. <laughs> Go play basketball. Go play track. Something without contact. Because some would yeah. say football may not be worth it if you don't make it to the top yeah. level. And you're you just say you're a running back. 
No, no, I was, I'll play that in Little League, but as I got older, I'll end up playing strictly defense, so I'll just play okay, safety. That's, yeah, that's DB, good. That's, yeah. So he calls in the head problems. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> See, I mean, running yeah, backs, man, it's scary. It's scary to hear about some stories from these running backs. Yeah. It really is, and I never I never knew that until, like, recently. You ever caught, like, had a concussion? See, that I have a theory on that, bro. I feel like... I feel like part of it is like a mind. I, I mean, obviously you're gonna get concussions. Like there's people who really get concussions, but I feel like to a degree, like it's over. It's over emphasized. It's over hype. Cause I've played football since I was eight. I'm 23 now. I just got done playing in January. I've never had a concussion, and I've hit with my head a lot of times. Mm. You know what I'm saying? But I've, I mean, I've never really had a concussion. I don't. I mean, I've, I suffer with migraines, but that just runs in my family. Like, I have a brother who never played football before, and he suffers with migraines. Like, my mom right, suffers with migraines. Right. Yeah, so it's like, I don't know. I just feel like it's overblown now, and I feel like it's hitting agendas and hitting motives behind it. You know what I'm saying? Because obviously, if you say, I, I got a concussion, you keep saying you got concussions, like, you can come back, you can sue. It's yeah. later shit you can fight for. You know what I'm saying? So I feel like in, just, in this day and age, it's just like, Concussions is like kind of overblown, overemphasized. But that's just my personal take on it because I can't really speak for. I had one in baseball. Yeah. I mean, like that's the thing though. You get concussions in like any sport. Yeah. Baseball, you get it in basketball. I'm pretty sure I had a few concussions. Yeah. I wasn't getting it in like damn near any sport. So it's like. Busting your ass. Yeah. Right. Right. You play you played football before, didn't you? Play. I played early, like that's why. Oh, because you played. You did you play with Andre? Damn, I think son. I played. I'm sorry. I think my son was nice. I think I played one year with Andre. I played basketball with Andre though. Like I played with him like three, four years. I remember. I, <laughs> I think I'm pretty sure. I'm pretty positive I had a concussion. I was in Florida playing football. It was my first time playing in pads. Um, sixth degree, the Delray Rocks. Julius Peppers played for that team. Not with me, but anyway. Um, for some odd reason, this is my first day of practice. I came late. Cause this was like after. A hurricane and shit. So I moved out there. They put me out there, and coach was like, "Let's see what he can do." They put me at kick return. This is we in practice. <laughs> now, the motherfuckers, for some odd reason, thought it was a good idea to where everyone on the field was wearing a white jersey, offense and defense. See, that's how I used to be for little league. So be out there, no jerseys, bro. So t-shirts over the shoulder pads, like oh, right. So no, so look. So, <laughs> so I'm in the backfield. Nervous, my first time playing in pads. Devin Hester used to be my favorite player. Yeah, I think it was back when he was playing for Miami. So I was like, "Fuck it, right? I'm out the ball in these bitches." My first play in pads on a football team. And they kicked the punt up. I'm like, "Oh shit!" I catch it, nice. And my head like, "Ooh!" I start running. I see somebody coming. Look like he blocking. I'm like, "All right." I, I I start to kind of see, you know, who's coming at me and who's not. I run past this nigga. <laughs> he was not blocking for me. <laughs> When I say he went helmet at full speed into this part of my head, <laughs> bitch, <laughs> I got to flipping. Everything was a blur. Ball flew out the way. I hit the ground. Boom. All I heard was, ooh. I laid there for like literally for like three minutes, son. That'd be the worst. Coach, I, never had I heard the coach was like, whoop, that's not it. <laughs> that's not it. Uh-oh. Crazy part was is they kept me at that position all year. I played punt return all year. Might not have ran past 20 yards. My whole career, but I wasn't even caught. I just I caught it and I ran back done. to the. Oh, I used to hate that shit. 
I don't want to do this. <laughs> Shit, I didn't. I knew football. That's the crazy part, too, because when you in Little League, it's like you don't even have no option. Dog, I was like, like, whatever they put you at, you just play it. And I got to find some pictures because them motherfuckers I was playing with was big. So. With me for wide receiver. Water, bro. Yeah, them motherfuckers was big. So. A bunch of patient niggas. I had a whole eighth grader sticking me. I was in seventh grade, boy, it. And uh, I caught the ball. They they said I had nice hands, so they wanted me to play wide receivers. He might have been two feet taller than me, some shit like that. <laughs> and that nigga fucking laid me the fuck. See, out, that's the man. that's the fucked up part. And when I you little, like, it's like coach could just tell you any kind of bullshit. Real. Like <laughs> your first yeah. time playing football, they throw you one catch. You're like oh, you got good hands. Yeah, it's like you got, now you out like there thinking you Randy Moss. Yeah, right. I got laid out again. Cause like I, I'm <laughs> like what five eleven. I might have been four or something. I was a very small like nigga in junior highs. I had an XL uh, XS shoulder pads. They were and they were loose on me. Extra small. Extra small. They said, oh, damn, you, like, was like, damn, Narcisse, like, you gotta get some meat on your bones, like, that is a real ass nigga, son. <laughs> Got laid out, and That's I said, crazy. this isn't for me. Lord. How, how different are them hits from, like, high school compared to college? Like, well, before we get to that, let's, let's, let's ease our way through, through my man's career. We know about his early days, just so let's skip to John Curtis. We gonna be, we yeah, progressing yeah, yeah. to that. This is a football life. I got one in between. <laughs> so when uh when you got to John Curtis, I could imagine that might have been maybe not for you, depending on how your company was, but I could imagine that might have been kind of intimidating going to that team, knowing the the uh, the history behind them. Yeah. So how I mean, did how did you look at that as an opportunity? See, that's why you do the transition? You smooth. See, it's like at Curtis, like Curtis got like a they got a dope setup. Mm. Because it's like Curtis start like you could you can go to Curtis from pre K all the way up until twelfth yeah, grade, so like they got two different campuses. Um, the high school campus is from seventh grade to like twelfth. So your seventh grade year you practice and shit like that. But once you get to eighth grade, like obviously they could if they could see potential in you, then they'll like encourage you to practice with the ninth graders and then practice with varsity. So like you'll do Damn. small shit with varsity. Like obviously they won't put you out there in full live contact <laughs> right. drills and shit. But like they'll see just how much I mean they smart with it. So they'll see just how much you could take, just how much, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? So like a lot of us in my class, my eighth grade class was practicing with varsity our eighth grade year. So it's like shit. that shit was intimidating because I'm like shit, I could imagine. eighth grade, I weighed probably like hundred and forty pounds. I'm like five. I really hit a gross spurt <laughs> like eighth my, grade. I, I think I'm one sixty right I, now. I graduated I was hundred and forty pounds. <laughs> but I mean I think about it though, for football, that's yeah, like that's different. That's right. different. Especially when you in eighth grade and you in fucking practice with people who like 5'11", 195, yeah, like right. college prospects. That's so cool. for me, I'm small as shit. So I'm like, man, this shit like. And you were the same class with Raekwon and yeah, Malachi. Raekwon, Malachi, Terrence, Kenny. Shout so I'm like, Terrence. I'm in the back. Like, man, I ain't trying to. And then on top of that, it was like, they didn't make you practice. Like, it was a few of us that practiced. Hmm. Like, Raekwon practiced. Um, a few of us practiced, but a lot of them didn't. Yeah, they played. wasn't that big. Yeah, he Raquan. But, but Raquan was always like a man child, or Raquan always had like size. He was mm-hmm. never like oh, height wise, but Ray was always cut. He had the, he had a he mustache. Had the mentality yeah, like, he had a mustache. <laughs> we used to make Raquan do a bunch of dumb shit growing like, up. Ra- Raquan had a mustache, and he was like five. Yeah. So like, I remember like yeah, when I played basketball against Raquan. I was like, bro, this nigga's unreal. Like, he's unreal. But, bro, yeah, it used head, to be bad because Raekwon kind of grew up under us across the bayou. Yeah, and and we used, yeah, we all grew up with him. We used to have to play with this nigga. And this nigga's like six years younger than us. And it's like, man, Raekwon got to be on my team, man. Fuck that. Yeah. <laughs> dog. Yeah. Well, and then he was good. At the, what pissed me off about Raekwon, you're my nigga. But still, like, 
He was good at every sport. It didn't matter. We could have played golf. That's we what they told me. And so, then he, he just figured it out. Like, when I met Ray, I met him through playing bitty basketball. So, yeah. he was playing against Slidell. Yeah. And I remember I was like, he, he won number 23. They was like his favorite player. LeBron. I was like, bro, this dude's like a man child. And then they was like, bro, he's even better at football. I was like, there's no way possible. But when I got to Curtis, I was like, he's unreal. Like, that shit was crazy. So, that was probably like the, the, probably the scariest part is like eighth grade practicing with varsity is like, Shit. Let me know if it's okay to See, ask you this I one. think that's the last time I is, played was eighth grade. <laughs> is it a difference? Uh, is it a difference? Do you think in the region of playing with people in the south opposed to playing with people in the west? Is that cool? Yeah, yeah because there's a, a, a argument for Louisiana having the best athletes. Yeah, I mean, SEC. I would say, well, I would say, like pound for pound, we definitely got the best. I mean, but it's like it's different though because it's like going out there is. Like I get to see like kind of both spectrums of it, but it's like on the West, they like they like more finesse, you know what I'm saying? And then like it's like they're they big guy like they big dudes is not really athletic. Yeah. But they're big. They can just, do what they supposed to do, but they're not. Bodies. Like in the South, you liable to see motherfuckers that's three twenty running a four five. And that's huge. Like that's the dip. Four, three or something. That's the thing. It's like it was a big linebacker dude. L I mean the West Coast, they got they got good athletes too, though for sure. And it's like more, they more like flashy, they more finesse. That's Everybody crazy. down here eating that hog food and shit. <laughs> the hog food, they, <laughs> nigga, nah. That's why you see all the like best like states for football is Louisiana, Texas, Florida, like Georgia, Alabama, Alabama, big, yeah, big hungry <laughs> motherfucker. <laughs> Florida I'm too. Just saying, I was going they down. Got, they got some ballers that come out of Florida. Florida. Um, I went to well, my school. My school position, they had a high school not too far from us, St. Thomas Aquinas, I think it's called. We played them. Them niggas used to chase rabbits <laughs> for practice. Bro, we played them. We played them. I uh, went just for the practice. My senior year. Really? We played Ooh. them. Yeah, that's Did cool. That's no, cool. We lost yeah. like 28-12. Yeah, that's cool. It was right down, right down the street they, from where they, I live. It was a, so, like, we had played. So, like, that was a cool thing about Curtis is, like, Curtis always want to be, like, recognized. As, like one of the, They don't want to be, like, one of the best schools in the, in the state. They want to, like, nationally-wise. So, I remember we played, we played St. Thomas because we had played a, a few schools in Florida. And we was like blowing them out, so we like, bro, we want the best y'all can offer because we like walking through all the rest right. of these schools. So then we played St. Thomas Aquinas, and man, them niggas was so big. But I remember we played them in the Superdome. Yeah, they came out of the tunnel. I like, bro, these niggas like a college like, team. Ooh. Like, <laughs> oh shit, <laughs> like a straight college team, bro. Like offensive linemen look like they're in college. They had like that year, they had like twelve or thirteen of some people like go D one. That's like crazy. they had backups that was going D one. That's crazy. And matter of fact. Nah, this no, was like this week yeah. three. It was like week three. Joey yeah. Bosa, his little brother. They play in the dome every year. Yeah, his little brother, his name like Nick Bosa. <laughs> he coming out of Ohio State this year. supposed to be like, he's supposed to be either the first, yeah. uh, first overall, second overall. He was on the team when we played against him. Yeah. And bro, he was Ooh. literally like, I'm talking about we using like three people to block and he's just destroying oh, boy, boy, A man amongst uh, kids. <laughs> literally. <laughs> so, just fast forward a little bit. When you finally touched the field for... Uh, for John Curtis What was that like Cause I could imagine Throughout that time He was probably on a team With some people That yeah. went pretty far So You got All this rep Of John Curtis Coming down on you And now you really Stepping out For the first time What uh, what position you play For John Curtis I play safety Safety Yeah. That's a tough position. Yeah. I love that position. You got, yeah. <laughs> that is, that is, I always said if I was blessed with being a football player, I would want to play that position. You got to be a different type of nigga to play safety. You got to be smart. I'd rather be an You're like the last rather, line of defense. I'd rather <laughs> yeah. get chased than chase. Yeah. 
That's that's just I me. Mean, like I rather I always rather like get tackled than tackle. Yeah. Like catch me if you can type shit. Niggas sleep on that safety position yeah. though. Like, See, safety really, is fun. I'm not fast like that. Safety so is fun because, like, but that's the me. thing. Like a lot of people, they got to be fast. You don't even have to be. Fast. You just got to be smart. Just quick and be smart able, and quick like instincts. If you could like, yeah, that's exactly. The thing. I'm not there. Cause like, <laughs> if you know what, like a lot of times at safety, you like the quarterback of the defense. So it's like right. you see all the shit before it happened. Right. Like, formations and shit, you see that before it happened. So like, yeah, I can't. If you could just, if you could like, if you could see something before it happened, or like, boom, I watch this on film. I know this is what they might do. You can put yourself yeah. in a position to make play. And you don't even got to be fast. Right. Like you just make the play just <laughs> off of. Sure, like that backpedal, like fuck, 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 yeah. fuck. Yeah, that's how I be. Backpedal, he done been cut. Went back see, that's the bad thing about safety too, though. It's like playing safety. If you don't know what you're doing, and you get fucked over. It's like, yeah, like yeah, you the last line, you're last line defense, and everybody see that. Yeah, you know everyone what I'm saying? Like you that. playing D lineman, where you might get pancaked or something. Nobody really see it. One or two people see yeah. it. Safety, everybody see it. Even a motherfucker who don't know nothing about football know the nigga who was supposed to make the tackle didn't make it and he just got embarrassed. <laughs> so it's like, that's the bad thing about safety. So what, I said that would have been me. Right. Especially if I had to guard AB or something. Yeah. So what what year throughout high school did you really start like playing, like getting significant time to play? So like my, actually like my freshman year, me and Raekwon was like the only two freshmen that was playing. Oh shit. And then I got hurt Lit. my freshman year. So um, like midway through freshman year, I got hurt. And Raekwon ended up starting. He started, mm-hmm. like, in the freshman year. So I got hurt, and then my sophomore year, I was back. And then we had so many good people, brother. It was like I wasn't starting, but I was right. playing. I was in rotation. Right. But we would blow people out, and, like, by the third quarter, it was like we had, like, our twos, threes. And <laughs> That's crazy. So, like, at that point, my sophomore year up until, like, my senior year, I was playing. Throughout, throughout your time with John Curtis, what was some of the – who would you say is the biggest name you played against as far as making it to the league or – Man, we got let's see, Leonard. Oh yeah, Speedy Noel. ESPN. Yeah, so we had Speedy Noel. That's where Leonard played. Jackson. He was at St. Aug. Yeah, he was at Aug. He was at Aug. That's a big motherfucker to want to run up and try to tackle. Man, (laughs) bro, listen, that dude was next level. Mm. Like Leonard was next level. He like single handedly beat us by himself. And like that never happened since I've been at Curtis. I mean, we played Daniel Sams. Daniel Sams was like. Real deal. When we, when we played him, I was so like, bro, this dude is like a god on the field. But yeah, Leonard, Daniel Sam, Speedy, um, that's probably like the three biggest. Yeah. I'll say we played. I've play, played against us, Ben, at Curtis. Mm. Damn. That shit there. So, <laughs> I think I remember watching the John Curtis versus um, well, y'all yeah. versus Simon. That was, I'm trying to it was crazy. Cause at the huh? time I was, I think I was at the game. At the time I was Jerron like, Jerron was on the team. It was Daniel. Yeah, yeah. I, I was living. I was living in Slido at that point. Cause like I was like my ninth, eighth, ninth grade year. So I remember like my eighth grade year when they they played at Salmon. They beat Salmon in like overtime. And then the following year was my freshman year. We played Salmon. Salmon came to us and they beat us. And that's when they that's had like. That's when I went. Yes. Yeah, I'm not going front. On. When I went to Simon and we beat Curtis, we basically won the championship. Yeah, that was that was the year. That was the year they thought. Y- I think y'all lost to Franklin, right? Franklin. Oh, no, 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 no. I don't think y'all lost to. F- that was the year before that. When they got cheated. One of the years y'all lost. One of the years y'all lost to o- whatever y'all lost to Old Walk. I think that's the year y'all beat us. Because when y'all beat us, 
they was like, yeah, Summer winning the championship this year for sure. Which was crazy because when when they beat us, Curtis thought that Mary Quan was gonna leave and transfer to Selman because at that like we was driving from Slidell yeah. <laughs> to New to like River Ridge and that shit's like a, that's like an hour drive. Oh, we was drove at Raekwon because yeah. Raekwon was a Bayou boy too. Yeah, so I remember oh, they kept <laughs> they kept thinking it was like yeah, it's over. Shit we lost to him and. That shit was crazy. Though. I remember like watching that shit. I was like, bro. Y'all obviously made the right choice, though. <laughs> <laughs> that shit was... No offense. Mm-hmm. I that. mean, D- shout out D-Sams. You know, there's talent that... I feel like talent is more viewed at Curtis. Yeah. You got a better chance of getting a nice little... Yeah. See, that's the thing. It's just like everything Curtis. is just so structured and it's like resources and the coaching yeah and it's just like everything is like oh it's like really it's them they're like college a, team baby. like a blueprint right and if you just do what you're supposed to and follow the blueprint like you're gonna get where you're trying to go Sheesh. but obviously you know you got motherfuckers who come in and they won't do their own shit go their own route and then they fuck shit up and they <laughs> end up either they end up like one thing is like i feel like that's in every system though like every place that has like a, a, a structure in place is either you go through the plan and you do what you're supposed to and right. you're gonna get used while you're going through right. but you're gonna get yours on the back end but then you got some of the motherfuckers gonna come in try to outsmart <laughs> niggas and it's like they using me so i'm gonna get me right now and then at the end they end up falling short they like curtis ain't do shit for me it's like no nigga, you right. just fucked yourself up. Yeah. Like, so, you basically. During your time playing for Curtis, who would you say is the best person you played with? Like on you throughout throughout your years at Curtis? Um Man, that's hard. I'll probably say Raquan or Sherman. Cause like we had a, a dude named Sherman with the Tulane. This dude was like He was so, nice. He was real <laughs> deal. But Ray was like the thing about Ray was Ray was so smooth, bro, that like he he was like that his freshman year up until we left. Like it just right. kind of became the norm. People was just <laughs> people just came just became immune to it. You know what right. I'm saying? Like his freshman year, they was like, "Bro, there's no way this dude a freshman." And if you looked at him, he looked old as shit. But like he did the same shit from freshman to senior year that it was Tell like me, motherfuckers just became immune to, to it. I used to hate. He's like five years older. Than I used to hate. No, so like, you might be like eight, eight, nine years older than Corn. Okay, I'm like eight, eight, <laughs> eight years older than he crossed me up. He put me <laughs> on the ground. I remember. I used that. to hate like, playing in the yard with that nigga. Bro, so he was like, so strong. I like our like when we played him for Biddy. That my that was my friend. That's like that was, this was before we became friends. Like now, Mary Quan like best friends. Mm-hmm. But up until that point, like I had no like I didn't know him. So everybody was just like, bro, they got this dude for Slidell. He's like the only good nigga they have because they had Jordan Carnage too. But Carnage was Jordan was playing for like SWAT or some weird, some yeah. weird shit. He wasn't playing for like Slidell. And I remember we played Raekwon. I was like, bro, this nigga is strong. He's like stroke, grown man strong. I was like, bro, there's no way he our age because he had a full mustache. He got the father clack shot. I'm like, bro, there's no way this nigga is. There's no way this nigga is our age, bro. Like, they was like, nah, I'm telling you, we getting him to come to Curtis next year. He was like, small bro. though. Yeah. He was always that's what caught me off guard. He was always small. Yeah, he was never tall, like, but he had he size. Went man yeah. up with him, like you would just be like, yeah. "What the fuck? Like, like what? Is, is, what is this?" This nigga got strength. Make no sense, damn, bro. So, well, okay, you got something? I was, I was just gonna continue the story. I was just gonna ask. Well, you you could go because I was gonna ask how he went to Oregon. Yeah, so that's that's what I was about to ask you. So let's get more so towards when you first start to get recruited. Right. Um, what was that whole process like? Because It was wild, because like me, growing up, like I always watched like dumb videos of like signing day, all mm-hmm. that shit. 
and it was like something that was like you watch and you say it's gonna happen but you're not for sure if it's gonna happen just because so much shit gotta go right in your corner grades far as production all that shit so like when i first started getting recruited so that curtis like the way it used to be i was like recruiting all that shit didn't change now because everything's so technology you know what i'm saying just like social media driven now now a coach could hit you and your coach won't even know about it right but before like the way it used to be was the coaches will come and talk to your coaches. They'll let your coaches know. They'll send you, like, mail and shit. Mm-hmm. So, Coach Coach JT, which is the head coach, he handled all that. He would, like, not hide it from me, but he wouldn't let you know until, like, going to your junior year. Just so he wanted you to stay focused and not. Right, don't get big-headed. Get big-headed, <laughs> shit like that. So, I actually, I got offered, like, my sophomore year by Minnesota, and I didn't even know. Yeah. Oh, shit. That, but that's one of the good things of being at Curtis is, like, it's always prospects and shit there. Yeah, I can't so imagine. a coach might come to see Sean, and then he see you, and you're right. like, damn, like, who right. is he? You know what I'm saying? That, that recruiting shit. Is, I remember um, the little time I went to Salmon, I was at lunch, and a, um, Oklahoma State scout pulled up on campus. And everybody's looking like, who the fuck is this? And the dude walked up. He's like, yeah, I was just in, in the town. And he's talking to uh, Coach Leonard. He's like, I was just in the town. He's like, uh, you got any, uh, got any running backs for me? I can look at it. Coach was like, nope, I got some receivers. <laughs> That's crazy. See, it was like, yeah, so I didn't even know I was offered. And then my junior year, I got offered by, like, going into my, it was my junior year, I got offered by, I think, like, Hawaii or some shit. Mm. And then I posted it because I'm thinking this is my Hawaii first head. offer. I'm I like, this is my first it. offer, so I'm happy. <laughs> so the Minnesota coach, like, messaged me on, this was like Facebook. He messaged me on Facebook. And he, like, um, we offered you such and such. I'm like, I ain't even know. He's like, we told you a coach, but <laughs> so at that point, I'm like, it's it's cool because not at this point, like Minnesota, Hawaii, small schools. But I know if I like, I, my my parents don't got to pay for college, right. but I want bigger schools. But right, right. worst case scenario, my people don't have to pay for college. And then it just kept getting like I, I remember after my junior, year, I made a highlight tape, which is the year we won a national championship. We went like 15 or something like that. Damn. And then I put it out like I put it on YouTube. And like no lie, I felt like I was a rapper, bro. Because it was like <laughs> exactly, and you know how like you always see like rappers post like they'll post like because so they had something called Huddle, which is how you you create your highlight tape on there. Uh-huh. So like the whole time I got like the coaches they waited till after the season, and then they they released all the footage to us where you could build your own highlight tape. Right. It was super simple. You like pay five dollars, they give you the download link, and then you upload it to YouTube or whatever. So the whole time I'm like I'm. In my head, I don't, I haven't seen the footage yet, but I'm like, I know I made this play, this game, right. like my shit gonna be hard. So I'm just thinking of like the songs and shit I'm gonna put for my highlight tape, <laughs> and then, so I, I really felt like I was a rapper, bro. Like you know, how rappers sit on mixtapes and shit, they sit on yeah. songs. They like, I know like, this shit ooh, gonna go crazy when shit. I release it. <laughs> so like when I put it, when I finally like got all the footage and shit, I put it together, and I put it on YouTube. Like no lie, within like I say within two days, mm-hmm. I literally had like 20 scholarships. And coaches was like Damn. messaging me on Facebook and shit. So I'm posting it. I'm like posting on Facebook. This coach offered me. I mean, this school offered me. This school offered me. So my coach thought I was lying because none of them was coming to him. So he's yeah. like, write down all the schools you got offers to so I can contact the coaches because nobody like talked to me about it. And I think that was like right in the era when like the head coaches in high school started losing all power to like scholarships and shit. And everything just became shit. social media driven. You're right. And then from that point forward, it just kind of took off. And then that's when like. Damn. I was like, bro, this shit's crazy. And what was your top three again? It was Oregon. It was Oregon, A&M, and UCLA. I was going to, like, I I went to UCLA <laughs> so many times, bro. It was like, 
I loved LA, but I was doing shit out there that I know I wasn't even gonna be doing on a regular basis. It was <laughs> going like, out there wilding yeah, out, and like, then, bro. I'm like, I'm not gonna be dead ass in LA. Like, like you in LA, LA. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So yeah. I'm like, bro. So I don't know. Yeah, UCLA is so, like downtown. USC is a little off. Well, no, it's the opposite. UCLA is in Beverly Hills. Like you could make, you could bust a right and go to okay, UCLA. Yeah, yeah, yeah. UCLA. Or you could the bust Coliseum a left. Is downtown yeah. Or you could bust a left yeah, and yeah. go to and go like fucking in, into Beverly right. Hills. So I was doing shit that's, out there. That's even worse. Yeah. yeah. So cause I'm doing shit out there. Like when I go to UCLA, John Moore was the coach at the time. Yeah. And um, so I go to UCLA and like obviously you know they Justin Combs was at UCLA. Yeah. So the dude, which is Pete Dixon, the dude who was was who's in charge of like. My host, him and Justin was like real close. So I like end up meeting like Lionel Richie, his son. <laughs> oh, like, fuck a, fucking um, Lionel. So I'm like, dude, shit, so I'm saying. Sorry. It's like I'm doing shit out there. I'm like, bro, I won't be doing this like on a regular. You know what I'm saying? Like, Dirty. this is not the, I'm not even seeing the true like college experience. Right. Like, showing all the bells and whistles. Exactly. So that's how I ended up. Like, I can't do UCLA. I want you to be honest. I, I would have been okay, different. I, I want you to be 100% about that. honest with me. So were you knowing the fact that Nike's owner went to Oregon and hooks up Oregon like a motherfucker? That right. didn't drive you to go there in the slightest light. Yeah, way. for sure. <laughs> Definitely. Because, like, for me, like, okay. so, like, I always looked at it as, like, two aspects of it. Like, football and then as far as degree-wise. So, like, for me, I always Damn. wanted to, like, get into fashion. Like, I love shoes. Mm-hmm. So, I was like, I mean, what better avenue to take than to go to a school where that the, was the CEO priority. is the biggest donor, priority. the biggest alumni there? That was my saying? next question. So, so that's how. Going, going into college, were you, like, well, I guess you just answered the question. You were not, you was not just going to a college to go to the league. You was no. actually picking somewhere where, you know, I can get, you know, worry about my degree. Right. Which is, I always think it's a good option. Cause great option. Great option. See, like, yeah, definitely. Because that was one of the things, like, I often, like, think about it sometimes was, like, I always, so, like, growing up, Joe McKnight was, like, my biggest, like, role model or, like, person I kind of looked up to. So, like, for the longest, I mean, I've always wanted to go to the NFL, but, like, my vision was, like, primarily set on, like, college. Like, mm-hmm. I wanted to go to college. I wanted to, like, have a lot of scholarships coming out of high school. Wanted to announce on TV for signing day. Right. And play D one football, it's just so like you know people back at the crib can watch me and shit like that. <laughs> right, right. So like when that happened, like that was kind of like one of my deals was like, okay, now I know I'm gonna get this accomplished. So like my side plan is this. Mm-hmm. So like the NFL was kind of like not far fetched, but it was like behind the college thing. Like college was like really my that was biggest, the main. The that main. was like my biggest goal. Yeah. Right. So like that was really probably one of the things I was like okay I know I'm gonna go to college now so now my plan B is right and then that kind of came into the fact that it was so I'm gonna ask you cause our last NFL guy we had on here Isom he answered this question so I'm gonna ask you the as far as competition wise from high school to college how big of a how big of a step was that once you first decided I'm going to Oregon you touch down you get out there start practicing was it like a oh shit like I'm I'm in, I'm in this shit for real now or was it an easy adjustment? Nah, that shit wasn't easy at all. <laughs> I ain't gonna lie to you because like college difference between college and high school is like kind of like we just talked about about the whole football situation. Like as a parent, you got motherfuckers in high school who really don't want to play football, right. but they dash forcing them. <laughs> right. right. Then you got some motherfuckers that like go to school at Newman. Who would rather be doing chemistry homework <laughs> than running a fucking out route or go route? You know what I'm saying? 
So it's like, and then going to Curtis, we were so like, bro, we were so like far ahead of like the curve and just so much well coaching people that like, we was literally like, our practice was way harder than games. Like honest to God, especially my last three years. Like my freshman year, we had comp, but like my sophomore, junior, senior, like practice was so much harder than games. So when I got to like Oregon, it was like, bro, these niggas is real. Like, <laughs> like, oh, and that's when I really seen that, yeah, like the South, we got better. I would say we have better talent, but there's talent everywhere. Because, right. I mean, obviously, like, growing up in New Orleans and shit, you see somebody that's from, let's say, fucking Phoenix, Arizona. You're like, this nigga, sorry. I'll do this nigga. <laughs> yeah, but then when I got on the film, I'm like, nah, these niggas can ball. Like, for right. real. So, I mean, I would say the biggest thing in college is, like, obviously, everybody won't be there. You know what I'm saying? Everybody right. won't be there. Everybody got goals. Everybody got aspirations. So like the speed was like complete, especially at Oregon. The speed was completely Ooh. different. Like, I think I think that's the same thing. Ice MC just so fast. And I seen some freaks there. Like they got this one dude named Thomas Tyner. Like not a lot of people know about him, but if you Google him and YouTube him, mm-hmm. he scored like I think he rushed for like 500 touchdowns. I mean 500 yards in one game, and he scored like 10 touchdowns in Oregon. But Oregon not known like the the state for high school wise. Yeah. It's ass. Mm. Like, they don't have that many. I mean, obviously, you got the good players, but mm-hmm. for the most part, when you compare it to, like, Cali, Florida, right. Texas. Right, hit nobody yeah. out of Oregon like So, that, I'm like, this real. dude, he did that because where he went, he asked. <laughs> but when I seen him, him, this dude might be, like, the best player I've been on the field with ever. Damn. Like, he's, like, 230, running legit 4-3, like a legit mm. 4-3. Unreal. So, I just remember, like, bro, these niggas is, like, this is this shit real. Doesn't it always seem like Pac-10, Pac-12 play like teams? They run that option. They run that fast off right. offense. They have typically have fast quarterbacks and stuff. And yeah. like the South, the SEC is more part of the fundamentals. Right. See, yeah, mm-hmm. definitely. I mean, for the like Chip Kelly, he he didn't invent the whole up tempo. I think it was like Rich Rod or one of them, but he invented like how fast motherfuckers was going mm-hmm. and one of his reasons for that was like playing against schools like LSU they're not used to that right. so the like as an athlete anybody like anybody as an athlete can tell you like one of the hardest things to do is play your normal game when you tired like when you get tired motherfuckers you, you mentally you gone <laughs> you, you know what I'm out. saying you just you, you go from you go from dominating mode to survival mode like you instantly your instincts kicking like you just trying to survive that play the next play get to the end of the game right. so that was one of the things with Chip he was like I'm gonna go so fast that motherfucker by the third quarter they're gonna be gassed they're not gonna be able to so that's how we're we gonna equalize the game cause yeah they bigger than us they may be faster than us maybe more powerful stronger but if we can get them tired by the third quarter then we got the advantage to you know what I'm saying take over and do what we gotta do but that means if you're trying to get them tired by the third quarter, which means you're going to have to take your <laughs> conditioning up a whole nother level. Exactly. A whole nother level. That's why like, our condition at Oregon used to be crazy, bro. Like, right. It was never like we would condition based on how we played. So like gases, we never did gases. Like people would come, people would come to like, I remember my freshman year what when I that? went in my summer, I thought that Oregon just ran like a crazy amount of like suicides and shit but when I got there I was like bro this is nothing like I imagined because right. if like by us playing fast we would do everything based off how we play so instead of doing fucking 20 gases we might do 30 yard sprints 12 times with like 5 seconds rest 
Just some explosive. Type. Yeah, exactly. More explosive. Right. So that kind of like prepared your body based on how we would play. You know what I'm saying? So it's like Ooh. people would come and they would see us work. I need everybody. Like, everybody ain't built for that. Nobody's dying. Nobody's throwing up. Like y'all doing no long distance running, but it's like you don't have to. Just you don't sure. have to because we not we not planning on like realistically how many times you gonna run a hundred yards. Play after play after play. The most you're gonna do is maybe a 70 yarder, then 30 yards. That's Unless 100 yards right there. You're going <laughs> on the side. So we would do like 30, 30, 30, 30, or 20, 12 times, shit like that. That Sheesh. you know what I'm saying? That kind of be duplicated and replicated in the game. So let's jump back real quick. What what made you decide on Oregon? Do we say that? I don't think we, it was really the uniform. Honestly, it was the uniform. <laughs> like, Ooh, I'm gonna look fire in this. Keep it G. It was a uniform. Like that's the first thing that pulled my attention. They did. I was like, it's so far that like. I always knew I wanted to get out of state. Like I always wanted to leave Louisiana because I was always, always like, a, a, like independent. Like out of like out of my mom, two kids. Mm. My brother was always close to my mom, but I was always one that like I wanted to do my own thing. Right. So that check Oregon definitely checked that box. That shit, fucking five hours, six hours home. on a plane ride from New Orleans. <laughs> right. And then it was the uniforms. But once I got up there and like visited, I was like, "Bro, it's dope. Yeah, it's cool." Always I want Nike situation. Then all of the niggas who trip to the headquarters. How many? How many uniforms Oregon got? So they they switch every. uh, We'll ask them. Yeah, so like when I got done, (laughs) I was done. Like I said, I've been done in January, so they give you all your uniforms since you've played every game. Every game, you you get a new uniform. So that's how it used to be. Now they didn't kind of backed off a little bit, but I had. I had like 54 jerseys, different jerseys. Shit. I have a little bit more than that because I had obviously like when you you gotta have backups and shit. Uh-huh. So I had a bunch of backups. Like, damn, I didn't even know that. Yeah, crazy. Fun fact. And that's like that's on some shit. Alabama probably getting that just because of who they are. Yeah. Or LSU not getting that shit. Right. Most well, teams, most teams, and that's like working, like working in and going like get the scene and behind the scenes shit up at Nike when I do like job shadows and internships and shit up there is like. Most teams may order like three three jerseys for the year. Right. A backup, and then you got like one to switch out. Or they'll order four. They'll order a set of four. But if you play on grass, mm-hmm. then they may order a little bit more just because grass could stain the jerseys yeah. and shit. True that, true that. So, but for the most part, teams order like four jerseys, a backup, and then you have one to switch out in the middle of the year, and you have a backup for that one. Oh, but for us, it was like, like we got jerseys that come in to like our equipment room with no like with no name on there, no number, and then they just stitch the shit on because it's like so many jerseys and right. like so many different That's shits. That like, like sometimes we don't even know we're gonna wear it that week until like that Thursday. Like our equipment <laughs> guy be like, we were supposed to wear this because all this shit is scripted. We have yeah. like a book of saying this we're gonna wear this week, this week, but Damn. then some hating ass school like. Let's say we play like one year we wanted to play against Oregon State and they wanted to wear it, which is our rival school. Mm-hmm. So they was gonna wear they like home jerseys. We didn't wear our home jerseys. They didn't. They was like, nah, y'all can't do that. So wow. like midweek we had to just kind of like freestyle. Like fuck, it, we gotta just throw something together. Yeah, <laughs> y'all mad at them. They know so who cold. you are. Exactly. You know what I'm but that's that's the like exactly nah. that's the best part. Is like I like when that shit happened because I would be like, like our equipment dude Kenny like when he freestyle that should be so raw. It's like. Mm. It'd be shit that you you can't you won't even think of. Am I tripping or did uh how many you got some bowl rings? Yeah. I had so my freshman year we won we won a Pac twelve Rose Bowl, went to the Natty, so I got three rings that year. Who'd y'all beat? We beat Florida State in the in the uh in the the Rose Bowl. We beat Arizona in the Pac twelve championship. We played Ohio State Damn. in the national championship. We lost to them. But you still get a 
a, bo- a, okay, a ring so for that. Oh, really? I didn't even know that. Championship, yeah. I didn't Where know that. was it? It was in Dallas. Okay. In, in, the, in the Cowboy shit. Did, did you almost shit your pants when you uh, <laughs> went on the field for the first time? Yeah, that shit was crazy. <laughs> that was, I registered my freshman year, but right. like, that's, that big ass jumbotron. Shit, like, I can imagine. That shit crazy. was wild. But crazy I mean, what fun. really is so different about that than playing in like Oregon's stadium? Like, so like, I mean, our that's stadium, a big stadium, our as stadium well, is it? like, like, so that's one of the biggest things I tell people on the West Coast too is like, football out there is, I mean, everybody loves football, like, right? That's like America's game. But right. in the South, I try to tell people, like, this shit is a religion down here. Like, motherfuckers really, like, get death threats. Like you see with the Saints. Exactly. Like, <laughs> it was still not over. Like, motherfuckers is really, like, they they love football a lot down here. Right. Out there is so many other different, you know what I'm saying? Basketball, football, baseball. Like, there's so much other shit out there that is, like, is football is loved out there, but not even close to how it is out here. So like out there, our stadium is like it holds like sixty thousand people. LSU, LSU should hold a hundred thousand. Yeah, Jerry World only six. holds seventy, but it's straight it's just seats. Effect, like and it's everything. They got cars like, and shit like leveled up in there. Like it's, it's crazy. Cars. Plus, it's a national championship, so you got all the big ass alumni that's there. You got all the superstars that have some ties to either Oregon or yeah, some ties true. to Ohio State. For I see LeBron on the like, sideline. <laughs> LeBron was actually he was in he was in the um he was on his sideline before the game but then he went up into the press box yeah. and then like Mike Epps was walking on our sideline like crazy Damn. shit I'm like bro this shit's crazy that's crazy so it's like just the, like the magnitude of the game is like insane it's just crazy I couldn't imagine so like, so yeah, being, I'd have been nervous I gotta ask so being from here playing ball was LSU ever a goal or an option for you see for me it was like I heard about LSU so I didn't even like it. Really? Like, it was one of them things where it was like, I heard about it so much. And then my mom hated it. My dad didn't really care. He was like, you go wherever you want. Yeah. My dad wanted me to go to Bama. But, like, my Bama. mom hated it because she would always see, like, players at LSU get arrested. The George oh, Jefferson like, shit, oh, the Jeremy yeah, Hill yeah, shit. Yeah, yeah. So she's like, they ain't even taking care of their players yeah, up there. So yeah. she's like, nah, you, I don't want you going up there. I think it's racist. Yeah, exactly. I never, I never said so, it on here. I think it's a racist. Yeah, so my mom was actually like, no. And then I, I never really entertained LSU. Yeah, you didn't like girl. It was, like, was kind of became yeah a mutual thing. So it was just like I just never really. I'm a cared. I'm a chime in. I'm gonna do a quick uh, three minute thing because I gotta clarify myself before Hope, my cousin Hope, kills me. But uh, shout out to Hope. I went to an LSU game. Uh, cousin went to Tulane. I was about ten, mm-hmm. and uh, I seen his sister, my other cousin. Mm-hmm. Um, my cousin was a wide receiver. Somebody threw an interception. It's Tulane, by the way. Yeah. We know we're going to get fucked up. You know what I'm saying? Right. We're, no, we're coming in this knowing we're going to get fucked up. Everybody's screaming tiger bait in my face. Like right. yeah. old white people screaming tiger bait in my face. I'm like, Dad, where are we? Right. Can we go like, What's going on? This is weird. You're traumatized. And um, we, we go to the game. We're in there. And uh, my cousin, Nick, he they threw an interception. He got a tackle like like laid the cornerback out when he got the interception. So my cousin gets up and cheers, beer thrown in her face, called nigger, and um, I'm at this game. Right. And I'm supposed to like the school because it's, you know what yeah, I'm saying? Right, you right, see right. what I'm yeah, saying? Yeah, yeah. So like, uh, the ten years old, this is what I seen. I would never unsee that. Yeah, right. But people tell me I'm supposed to like the home team. Yeah. See, I get hate all the time because I don't like LSU. I don't like fuck that school. The Saints. Like, so it's like motherfuckers all the time like, like how the you from Saints, they be like how you from New Orleans yeah. and you don't like LSU the Saints no. I used to like the Saints it. but 
Fucking I'm, Aaron Brooks. He, nobody should he fucked judge. that right. up a long time ago. <laughs> <laughs> now, though. But this is the thing, though. Nobody, yeah. nobody should get judged. He was for playing that. with G Nights, huh? That's the that's he my biggest ballin'. problem. The nigga was in G Nights, scoring <laughs> interceptions, and he would like smile, bro. Remember, he what always had that. He would fuck up. He would fuck up, and he would like walk off the field with that stupid ass smile. I'm like, bro, you just like you just threw an intercept in crunch time, and you smiling. I'm still getting to the point that Madden even had like his face on Madden was he was actually like smiling, bro. So I was like, yeah, I'm not, I can't, I can't fuck Who with that. Who gave that motherfucker a job? <laughs> I don't know. Sir. I can't fuck with that. So I, hey, I man, never, I leave young Aaron alone. Oh, after no, that, man. I never, I, I never <laughs> been, a, I never been a Saints fan, bro. So, nah, oh, you got something else? I was going to ask the, um, the conversation of being a, a student athlete in college. Hmm? How tough is that really to, to juggle, um, the academic side of it? And the athletic side of it, because you hear horror stories about how yeah. it's tough, bro. I'm not gonna lie, because like before, like my the toughest transition is like when you first get there, because mm-hmm. you used to like high school, you go to school, like shit's not as really yeah, shit's a breeze, right? <laughs> but when you get to college, that's just like a, it's like an actual job. Like motherfuckers is really getting paid to make sure that you make these kind of grades. That you at this point we supposed to be you got motherfuckers who really like their livelihood is based up on your production right. and your GPA, right. but nobody in college like one of the things is like in college is the professors don't get paid for based on how you do they get paid on just being yeah. there basically yeah, just- half of the motherfuckers don't even teach <laughs> they get up there and they fucking put that's like my that's why my biggest thing was I was like bro I'm not going to class if the professor gonna put the lectures on motherfucking canvas yeah. and she's not even grading and she got a GT like the shit's hard just based up on your time because football they only get so much time with you throughout the week right that mm. they really don't give like yeah I want you to get a 3.0 or whatever but nigga I ain't getting fired if you don't get a 3.0. I will get fired if you <laughs> right. fucking lose the bet the whole time, though. So it's right. like, that shit trying to balance in between those, and it's like, I'm fucking so, tired. So give me a quick rundown of your daily schedule. So when, my when daily you... schedule, which is kind of, everybody kind of went to this, but Argon used to be the first people that did it, was we would pr- actually practice in the mornings. So okay. we would practice, like, wake up at, let's say I wake up at 6, I got to get to practice, I got to be at the facility by 6.20, have breakfast check. Then from that point, we may have weights depending on the day yeah, for an hour. If not, <laughs> if not weights, then you got, you got to get dressed because you got meetings. Mm-hmm. And then you got practice. Practice may start at 8 o'clock from 8 to like 11. You got practice. Mm. All my classes started noon and after. So from 11, I might have from 11.20 to 12 to get to my first class. You got class checkers. You better not be late either. Once you get to class, so from 12 to whenever I had class, but we got meetings at 5. So they try to <laughs> put your schedule based around. So they don't give a damn if you got a class that you need for your degree at 5. Right. If that class is only scheduled for a certain time, then you can't take it this term during season. You got to take damn. it in the spring. And you may have class, like some people have night classes after meetings. So you have class from 12, take a break, go to meetings, and then you may have a class right after meetings from 6 to 7. Right. And then you got to wait right back up again the next day. Oh, I see, this was every day? That's every every day. day or weekends <laughs> off, Sunday off? Weekends was, so like some, so my first few years we would have, Obviously, you got the games on Saturdays, but yeah. you would have Sundays off and then practice on Mondays. But then the last two years they switched it from 
Sundays off, so we practice right after the game. But it's like a walkthrough slash whatever. And then you have Monday completely off, and then Tuesday, Wednesday. So I like that that schedule a little bit better. But right. at the end of the day, point blank, it's just a hassle. Because, like, I was done – I had I was done after the season, but I still had like one because the West Coast schools go off terms. We don't go semesters, so you got mm-hmm. winter. I mean, you got fall, winter, spring, and then summer. But summer is a mandatory. But you got at least three terms throughout the year, so it's like trimesters basically. Mm-hmm. So I was done football after fall, but I still had one more like ten week term to get my degree. Right. I had the highest GPA this past. Um, term that I've had since I've been in college because I had no obligations. Right. It was strictly school. Right. And this was my hardest term for like versus class-wise because all my classes was 400, 500 level classes. Right. But I had no practice. I had no meetings. So I was able to like focus, I'm focus a, strictly a student. on... You know what I'm saying? <laughs> right. But at the end of the day, that shit's hard, bro. Like, I can believe it's it. definitely hard. I so I see how a lot of people like flunk out of classes or do the bare minimum. Right. Because like it kind of puts you in a situation where you like I got to go to class, but you know what I'm saying? Like you 18, 19 years old. So niggas is not fully matured yet. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> right. Especially mentally, you For still real. trying to enjoy being a college student. Right. And then you that shit, nigga on campus. <laughs> practice and, I mean, football and school. Right. So you end up being, you put yourself in predicament like, bro, fuck it. I got to focus on it. I want to go to the NFL. It's right. Like, you know what I'm saying? I got to focus on getting Right. And then I'm sure you got some people that is just strictly in college to get to the league. Exactly. So you got, you got some of them motherfuckers. Like I had, I had a homie who like, this nigga was just, bro, I've never seen nobody. Like he wouldn't <laughs> practice. I mean, he wouldn't, Go to like summer workouts, hated school, nothing strictly need. But when it came time to play, bro, he was ready. He like, was you would done. think this nigga was at every practice. He was at every like that shit's crazy. You really see some like weird, some wild <laughs> shit in college. So sure. what what words of advice would you give for one of these younger guys that just that just went through the recruitment process or that just picked <laughs> their school and I was kinda in that transition of about to go from high school to college, if they asked you, you know, what can I expect? You got any words for someone that's, that's maybe... Yeah, I mean, I would just be like, man, just, like, go in knowing what you're trying to get out of it. You know what I'm saying? Like, minus the football aspect. Okay. Because that shit's going to only... Like, so much crazy shit can happen in college. Like, right. you can get injured. The injuries pile on to a point to where, like, yeah, you're good enough to go to the league, but your body's so beat up that you're not going to make it. Right. You know what I'm saying? Or coaches, you could be good in, like... In college, you li- you literally have coaches who can control your future. Yeah, here's is real political. It's it's very yeah. political. It's a good and a bad thing yeah. because it's like, and for example, like at LSU, Sean go to LSU or one of y'all go to LSU. It's like y'all five star in the state. Of course, I'm gonna play you because you come from this. Like, you know what I'm saying? We got right. Boosters alumni who've been watching <laughs> this kid who from the state, who's been watching him since he was a freshman. Right. Been waiting for him to choose to come to LSU since he was a freshman. He's a five star. Right. So. Now he get here and you think he, I'm gonna be the motherfucker to tell him he not I mean tell them he not good enough to play. Right. Now nah, we right. gonna play him. Fuck it. We gonna play him. And whatever happens, happens. Right. You may yeah. have a nigga that's a Got three two, star. Yeah, two or three people on the bench. Right. Way two, better three, than that's him. way better and than practice him. Practice killing him. <laughs> but it's like nobody. You don't got the motherfucking donor upstairs in the press box asking why Sean's not on the field if he's a three star and I don't know about Sean. I've heard you know somebody say that before. Some people but say. But if we got this five right. star name, whatever, and I've been watching him since he was a freshman in high school, I've been mm-hmm. waiting for this nigga to get to LSU since right. 2010. <laughs> nigga, it's 2015. Right. Put this nigga on the field. Like, we, he gotta be good. You know what I'm saying? So, so some people that's say, like the biggest. I see sometimes it's, the best it's, players it's be on the sideline. So that would be my advice is just like, know what you want. 
minus the football, like the academic side of it. You know what I'm saying? Because once you get that part, everything else is going to fall in order. Like, you can always transfer, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? But if, yo, if you fuck up, like, I, I didn't seen dudes going with like football, football, football mindset, injuries happen or the political shit happen, and they go to transfer. They good enough to play anywhere, but All they right. can't because they, they grade they so can't get into the they school. grade so messed up. It's Damn. like you know what I'm saying. A, a, a school like Clemson might be looking at you like, yeah, I mean, you may be good enough, but you're not playing there. So you know what I'm saying. Easy. Right. And then obviously you know when coaches in position, it's gonna always be in favor of other coaches as well. So they like mm-hmm. you know we know you're Especially not if they got a relationship exactly. So it's like kind of word of mouth, and it's like all the coach got to say is. Not a team player. Look at his grades. You don't want to go to school. Showing up late to meets is like, nah, we can't have you. So now you're in a position. You playing at fucking Southeastern, which is nothing wrong with Southeastern. <laughs> right. You know what I'm saying? But you okay, playing at yeah, Southeastern when you really got LSU talent. But because of the situation you put yourself in, based on shit you can control, which is the school part, that hindered, you know what I'm saying? Right. Other situations. So that would be my biggest part is just to know what you want outside of mm-hmm. Football. They go to Jules from that's someone that's done it. And how I was gonna ask about like this, you know, they got the whole debate with NCAA should pay their players, right. anybody that's involved. How do you feel about that? I think it's got to get paid, bro. You got even to. if it's just a little something like because like, like yeah, because like for us at Oregon, we was getting paid like fourteen, fifteen every month, beginning of the month, right? Which is cool. Hundred. Yeah. Damn, I ain't know. It was like Which that. is cool. But when you think about it, like when you do the math and the amount of hours you put in, that shit is nothing. And then when you also look at like every year they release how much each football program made. And you see they making bills. You see these niggas <laughs> making 130 mil, like 80 mil, 90 mil. You like, bro, there's no way you can't tell me you can't add 1,000 to each right. check on the team. Give me yeah, true. Right. If you add 1,000, like I'm not saying niggas got to be walking around getting paid. 100k a year right but if you add yeah if like 2,000 per check with the situation we in because they paying for food and shit like that but like with 2,000 bro you're not gonna you're not as a college player you're not gonna 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 complain about that yeah exactly like hey it's free but they think is they want to say free tuition free tuition but that's like that's like saying yeah i'm supposed to pay you (laughs) $8,500 But I'm gonna pay for your I'm gonna pay for your your expenses to go here. You know what I'm saying? Right. But you should be happy because that that's only thirty six thousand a year. But nigga, so what the rest of my you know my eighty my other eighty thousand you're supposed to be paying for me? You right. and you fifty thousand short. So right. what the rest of my money? But you know what I'm saying? So they my, they think like I don't know. I me personally, I feel like they think just the education is an equal trade off. And it's really not. It's not. Like, it's, not. Yeah. it's not. Especially in this in today's world where like. It's sad, but a lot of people's not sad. I mean, it's a good thing, but it's like saturating the market because a lot of people's getting college degrees now. At first, it used yeah. to be motherfuckers yeah. wasn't even getting high school diplomas. If yeah. you had a high school diploma, that kind of set you apart from other people, let alone right. a college degree that really right. made you superior no. in the job world of other people. But now you got so a many people of, graduating. A lot of people got degrees. Exactly, which is great. Use, right. That more people getting degrees, but it's saturating the market to where now it's like if you're not a doctor, it don't yeah. matter. <laughs> and even when you get a doctor, you got jobs telling people you overqualified. Yeah, that's yeah, crazy. We would rather take somebody with a bachelor's because mm. we can start out paying them this, yeah. than take a doctor because a doctor you certified to get start at this at this salary. Right. So like, I would definitely say they got to college players got to get paid, bro. I Shit. I'm even gonna backtrack a little bit. I I personally feel like. 
the player shouldn't get punished. Like, Reggie Bush should have never got his Heisman taken away. Never. Never but in a million fucking years should that have happened. You know what's yeah, crazy, crazy about that shit is, like, being in college, bro, and, like, not to, because, I mean, I still got homies when in college, so not to, you know what I'm saying, like, dent they situation, anything like that. But so much, like, shit happened in college that's not supposed to happen, mm-hmm. and coaches and shit know about it. That hell yeah, you know what I'm saying it's just right. fucked up. I mean, I understand it when it shit the scenes, but it's like I, I ain't know, I ain't, I had no idea about it. You know what I'm saying? Right. But it's like in college, bro, you got coaches literally making like 14 mil. Like Nick Saban got a crazy contract. Devil Swinge is on it. Like you got coaches making crazy amount. And the crazy thing is about college is like it's not a prison system because like Oregon, I, I, like that's like probably one of the best situations yeah, you got all somebody could go into. Jordan and shit. Yeah, like that's like one of the best situations. Like I would, and not just because I graduated from there, but if I would, if I would tell like any recruit, Oregon is like one of the best situations to go into versus alumni, how they take care of you when you're done, like the coaches, how much they care for you, shit like that. But like still, all in all, it's like it's almost like a prison system, bro, because it's like. When you were doing workouts and shit in the summer, like for instance, for me, I'm from New Orleans, so I'm way out there. Coaches get mad when players like, man, I gotta go home. Like, right. I know we got workouts and shit, but I need to go see my family. I'm homesick or whatever. I haven't seen my mom since June, niggas, fucking <laughs> March. Right. They get mad, but at the end of the day, it's like, bro, you going home to your wife and kids every, every night. You know right. what I'm saying? Right. In the summertime, while we gotta be up here doing workouts and shit, you and your family is on vacations and shit. Like, middle of the year, when soon as football season done, the coaches is gone. Right, they might they go recruit for, like, a month. But after that, they out, bro. They gone out Chilling. with their family, Disney World <laughs> and shit. And you follow your coaches on social media. You, like, you seeing this shit like, right. this nigga's in. Wait, this nigga in Disney World with his family. And nigga, I got school in the morning. And, you know what I'm saying? My mama's birthday was just yesterday, and I couldn't even right. be there to tell my mom happy birthday. And on top of that, my fucking back hurt. <laughs> exactly. On top of that. But, like I said, I mean, I don't know how all the other schools do it, but, like, Oregon, I know they take care of us as far as, like, Dental shit mm-hmm. like that, like doctor's appointments, medicine. Like I oh, never okay. have to come out of pocket for none of that. Yeah, like none of that. And Damn. so, I mean, they take care of you, but at the end of the day, it's like, yeah, I am, I'm getting taken care of, but nigga, you still thirty racks short. If we gonna go off, like if you going off of, like math. labor and shit, and do the <laughs> math. Like motherfuckers is making below minimum wages, and they claim you can't spend more than eight hours at the facility or something like that. I forgot the exact numbers, but when you do the numbers, motherfuckers is there for like 40, 50 hours. So like mm. legally, like constitution wise, it's not even legal to put in the hours we put in and receive the pay we receive. Right. You know what I'm saying? But they like to hide behind this free tuition bullshit. But that shit flawed. Man. I mean, education is important, but I don't feel like it's worth. $50,000 short cut, no. yeah, cut somebody short <laughs> no. that much right. especially not when I'm making all this money for you you know what I'm saying True. like I'm making all this money for you like motherfuckers is not tuning in to watch Duke because of the name Duke they tune in and watch <laughs> right. fucking Zion right. like CBS they, I think they pulled the shit but for the first the Duke first game they had a camera that was Focus strictly on Zion. Yeah, I heard that. Like that's just insane. Yeah, that's motherfuckers crazy. is not Zion can go out there and play a T-shirt with no name attached to it, and, and motherfuckers gonna is gonna watch. Don't matter. He can Still go pick pass him the ball. Exactly. He Zion gonna go go pick four motherfuckers from Home Depot and tell them niggas <laughs> let's go into this NCAA <laughs> tournament. Even though his college career is over as of today, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So it's like. <laughs> He can go pick four motherfuckers from Home Depot and tell them that we're going to enter the NCAA tournament and they'll probably have the most watched the game. 
Right. And the four of the motherfuckers not even supposed to be on the court. But because Zion is out there, people gonna watch it. Oh, Zion? The the exactly. Obama, Obama was sitting Obama front did. seat at this match. They were selling... They sold the Duke North Carolina game was like sixteen hundred, some crazy. Yeah, crazy. I had a homie who went to the North Carolina Duke game, the second one they played, and he paid a grip for that ticket, and he mm. flew to go see that motherfucker. But it's like, <laughs> motherfuckers is not seeing. You know, what I mean, obviously Duke in North Carolina is like historical programs. Like, right. Don't get me wrong, but at the end of the day, it's the motherfuckers in the jerseys that's making yeah. it. True it's not right. the name of the jersey. This is the most right. hype I feel like Duke in North Carolina had in a. Nah, North years, Carolina always. You know? Nah, Duke and North Carolina, they as always far as had that, that smoke. Matchup. Yeah, that, that matchup was big, though. It was that really big because, like, I, I feel think... like the first game added fuel to it because everybody wanted to see, obviously, like, them two always play good games. Yeah. But when Zion got hurt and Duke damn near ran them niggas off, <laughs> I mean, Carolina damn near ran them off the yeah, floor. It was yeah. like, would it have been different with Zion? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? It wasn't like they lost by five points. These niggas got blown out. So maybe <laughs> it wouldn't have been different. You know what I'm saying? And then he didn't play the second one either, and it was close. So that shit just made it bigger, I feel like. But right. that, so. that shit, that NCAA shit is flawed, man. I'm, I'm happy to be done with it, honestly. <laughs> I was telling one of my just, homies, I was like, bro, when you're in the midst of it, you know it's flawed. But like the minute you're done with it, it yeah. you look back on it, and you'd be like, Bro, that shit was really like, like I had a, one of my homies. The coaches told him like, basically I had a discrepancy about him flying back home or something like that. And he was like, from now on, I'm gonna make it a rule. Y'all gotta be back 72 hours before a mandatory meeting. I was like, bro, I know I've only been done with this shit for a few days, but I wish a motherfucker would tell me now. <laughs> you gotta be back yeah. 72 hours before something. Right. Like, what? Right. I come back. As long as I'm there for the meeting, right? I walk back in. But it's like in that. In I a, hope food is exactly in college, you can't say much because they controlling. They control they your plan. Control time. you. You really not getting paid. So you know what I'm saying. Right. Your end dream is your end goal is the NFL. But if motherfuckers don't play you, you ain't getting there. So you can't just piss on a nigga foot like fuck you. I'm gonna do what I want because right. at the end of the day, he control your destiny. True. The NFL is different. That's why a lot of college coaches don't make it in the NFL because the players getting paid more than the coaches. So it's like, bro. Do what? Nigga, shut up. <laughs> my, my direct positive still hit Monday. For real. Whether you play me or not, I don't give I'm fuck still what getting paid. About. So, nigga, shut up. Which is why coaches like Nick Saban, right. motherfuckers, Bobby Paterno, they go to the league and they can't make it because you can't control motherfuckers in the NFL, man. Only one. one. Pete Carroll. <laughs> but Pete Carroll, Pete Carroll ran SC like, like if you go back and you watch the documentary and shit and you talk to people who play for SC, like one of my homies, his big saying, brother played. Cool. They, he say Pete Carroll ran his shit like the NFL. He would tell mm -hmm. players, like, look, you come back, big players that are supposed to lead a junior year, like, listen, you come back for your senior year, you don't got to do no spring ball, you don't got to do fall camp, you, just you don't got to practice really during the week, you just ball on game days. He, shit they do in the league, you know what I'm saying? He was getting them ready. Exactly. Yeah. And Pete Carroll, no, niggas out there, they was taking money and shit. He didn't yeah. give a fuck. <laughs> listen, you just do what you do, I'm going to do what I do. Obviously. Right. <laughs> exactly. Obviously. He was in LA, I mean, shit. <laughs> And Pete Carroll had that. He had had that, that NFL experience before he went back to SC, too. So it was like, you know, mm -hmm. that was the, the cool part. But, yeah, it's not – college coaches don't make it in, in the league, bro. Mm -hmm. they, it's rare they make it. So Damn. before we before we get out of here, we got – so we just dropped the hour and ten minutes of Jules. Mm -hmm. I want to ask you, switch, switch conversation to music. What you was listening to on them game days to get you in the zone to go out there and Man. knock a fucking head off? I listen. I mean, that's a good question. I don't. I'm weird. I like, I like up tempo music for game shit. But sometimes I like like low, just low key chill music. You know, I heard uh, 
someone say I forgot who somebody famous was saying this like something about listening to like real smooth music like a lot of people like bodybuilders and shit when they working out yeah. they're not listening to turn up raw DMX type yeah. shit they'll listen to something, something. real I smooth Shaw, I might listen to Shaw Day I yeah like, like, so, like I, there's a there's a, there's a just, study behind that like, I feel like it, that kind of music just gets you in like a mindset where like you leveled out relax you yeah. relax yeah. you know what I'm saying I feel like the worst thing you want to do in sports is play off emotion Put that, put that, put that, that shit gonna run out. That gonna be good for a few seconds. Like before yourself. play, they, yeah, they start yeah, playing yeah, some walk or something in the stadium, second, and, and you like, damn, like, yeah, slow down. But after All a while, right. like you pull off your motion, that shit gonna run yeah. out quick, and then you, you gas at that point. <laughs> right. You straight gas. So I will listen to like, shorty. I mean, I was, I listen to like up. I listen to Wayne, mm-hmm. Travis Scott, Uzi, shit like that. But I listen to a lot of slow shit. Yeah, like a lot of Shawty. Shit, you baker like I'm some fuck, slow, with super that. slow shit that you probably be like, nigga, why are you listening to shit? Nigga out here singing sweetest taboo his head about to knock your fucking head <laughs> off. I'll listen to some, some but nigga knocked shit. me off and he's singing sweetest taboo, so I'm getting no swingers. So I'm sorry. <laughs> right, how play would you feel? That's how I felt. Y'all seen the track and field LSU? Yeah, shit? Hey, they bucking. That shit had me hot. They son. bucking LSU, like, bro. I'm telling them niggas. In my face, they say see. I got like two, two of like my best female friends run track. So like they would always talk about tracks, but I'm like, bro, this is I don't know none of this shit y'all talking about. Like the times and shit, they right. name it times. I'm like, I don't know nothing about none of that shit. But they told me like, I guess Houston has like a good track program or something, mm-hmm. and they had beat LSU the previous year or something like that. They was talking a bunch of shit. Whoa. So I'm guessing LSU probably had it on their LSU mind. Had like it that on whole their mind. bus ride. Like, the, dude that, the dude that we on that walk video, he hawked like pretty much everybody on that video. Did you see the girl though? So no, I, didn't, I didn't see the girl I seen who the threw the L up. They kept showing that, like they showed the ending result, but her video is better than the dude. She video. hawked him. Yeah, she she, she hawked walked the down. girl down by like thirty meters, bro. Yeah, like that she got crazy. She I think Ooh. either she dropped the baton or she like had trouble getting it, which is why I guess she was probably going so crazy yeah, at she the was end. Turned, it was because she walked shorty down and she had trouble like it was turned up. Yeah, dude screaming in your face. Dude, dude screaming in your face after he like shakes you or something on the right. field, you gonna sneak him? Like that, nah, like the LSU guy. Catch him next play. Nah, <laughs> you can't do it. You can't. It's, it's a so part. You, it's a part of it. Like me, I don't even talk. I don't really be talking on the field. It's a respect. And like my really. my cousins, I got cousins who's like young and shit. Like not, I mean, but you know they like thirty, so they with you know they with the ignorant shit. They want me like smack niggas, stand over them. Me, I'm just like, I do what I gotta do. I walk off. But in that situation, like, that's the cool thing about football. Football is, like, one of the few sports where, like, if somebody do you something that you don't necessarily agree with or you don't like, you can address that real quick. Next play or that game, next time y'all play slipping. Like, track, what you going to do? I think it's just, he just showed he faster than you. Know? Right. You know what I'm saying? What you going to do, try to wrestle with him? I would have to fight him, so I would have to sneak him. You know what I'm saying? Like, I would have screamed in my face like he screamed in my face. Right. I would have to sneak him. When a nigga, it's like one of them things, like, I would have to scream. Track one of them things like when you talk shit and a nigga like beat you one time, you're like, all right, fuck it, run it back. And then he beat you again. It's like, what you gonna like, say? Right. Like, you know what I'm saying? It's right. Like, we gotta fight. That's what I'm saying. We gotta, <laughs> That's the only option. audio, the people, like, a lot of people, like, this shouldn't be in track. Yeah, that's what I, I like, heard people talking about. Like, like, man, it is. Bro. It's competitive. But I could tell <laughs> LSU, that whole ride. <laughs> yeah, they was bucking. I could tell that whole ride that they had oh, yeah. it on their mind. Yeah, like, listen, bucking. we finna go walk these niggas. That's the only thing I said about it. It looked like somebody on Houston erupted that. 
That's because they, he look I'm, really mad. From what they what from, they said that Houston, I don't, I'm not sure how true it is, but Houston has a good track program. Mm-hmm. It was Texas Relays, which is one of the biggest, like, Texas right. Relays is like one of the biggest races um, that you can have for track because it's like high school, it's the high school version, they got the college version, so the shit is like, everybody that's important is there. <laughs> right. For In the track world. So they was like, that shit was, I don't know. A nigga yelling in your face, that is kind of disrespectful, but I just don't. Yeah. I just feel like after that, what you gonna do? Like, you gonna go check the nigga, you know what I'm saying? You gonna put your hands on him in front on camera, right? A lot. Like, what's your, your career for anything? Exactly. Like, yeah. Then track is all like, that shit is, their career That's is not all like individual football based. and basketball. Exactly. So like track is all individual. But like, I didn't even know that, but like, with my two female friends who like run track, like track is based off, your contracts is based off like, not just how fast you run, but how much they feel like they can sell you like to the public, you know what I'm saying? So like how marketable you is. So like you may be faster than Sean, but if they feel like you're not as marketable as Sean, like sad as it sound, like motherfucker could be ugly as fuck. <laughs> they feel like you're not as marketable you as this. Personality, you they ain't, like your contract is not gonna be as big as this nigga. You might be a better athlete than him, but yeah, you're not as marketable. Yeah, he's better looking than exactly. me too. Like, you know what I'm saying? I understand. What? What? I'm just, <laughs> <laughs> that's just crazy. Fast. Tony Sharp, Tony fucking Sharp. All right, I, man, all but all look. I was trying to say is he would have had to get Shove. I would have probably something, mushed him. You know, like, whoa. Like, yeah, you know what I'm yeah, saying? Yeah. That's it. He, Cause he definitely went in the face. Like, he went in the nigga face and, like, started clapping and beating on the chest. He was turned. It was emotional. But then again, yeah, I think there is a few niggas from Louisiana. So that might have been right up Buddy Allen. <laughs> the last thing you want to do is get smoked, walk right. down, then you get your ass beat. All right. True At that. that point. True that. That. Your season <laughs> over, <laughs> right? Time would have hit him at that point. Your season over with, like all the way. <laughs> you took two L's, uh, and then it's social media. You know what I'm saying? Right? Yeah, it's gonna, social media too. Gonna, so that Twitter gonna be bad. That's gonna be Ooh, bad. Like it's already as bad. Motherfuckers is on you. Man. Like I had a a, a a viral moment against. Like, we played against UCLA. A motherfucker tried to jump over me. He couldn't clear me. He damn it walked on my helmet. I like struggling nigga off, and he fell. And that shit. Like by the time I got to my locker, yeah. I see, I, bro, my phone, I had like literally like 120 text messages. Damn. Like, bro, what happened? I'm like, bro, if y'all show me this shit one more time. I had niggas like, give me this shit like this, you. Like, nigga, you notice me. <laughs> like, you notice. I'm the only 21 out. You notice me, nigga. But the same motherfuckers act like two months later, niggas ask for a hoodie or something. Like, nah, nigga. Remember that little video you sent me? I remember that shit, nigga. I ain't sending you, you shit, nigga. I remember that. So, who, who are some of your favorite players? For your position, because you played you played safety for Oregon. Yeah, so Sean, I like Sean Taylor. Ari, That's right. Rest in I feel you. I feel Sean Taylor, Eric, probably like my two favorite. Tyron Matthew, of course. Tyron Matthew, straight game changer, bro. Like Tyron Matthew, I probably say I like Sean Taylor the most. But then once Tyron burst on the scene, like at LSU, that was like right. hands down, it was Tyron. The it wasn't man. close because he was doing shit that niggas never seen no, before. Tyron. Like you was able to see. Like, you knew imagine. for a fact, you know what I'm saying? Tyron's going to give you a takeaway a game. For real. That shit's unheard of on D. Game changer like, for real. And, and me playing, like, college sports, I, like, respect it even more so now. Because mm. I know how hard it is to get a turnover. And this nigga was getting them <laughs> out getting by the it. game. Like, ball literally, you could depend, like, we know Tyron will get us the ball back right. at least one time this That's game. That's crazy. Well, but he just got that fucking money. So, hey, yeah, it's worth it. Fuck. But look, on that note, I think we good to rap. <laughs> this was very... Before we go, we got to touch, get back into music. Give me a quick top five. Your rappers? top five. Yeah. Man, so... I don't got to be rappers. Just top five or whatever oh. whatever you fucking with. Because my son threw shot there out there. I ain't expect I'll that. I'll say Trav, 
Trav. I, I fuck with yeah. Trav hard. It's How lit. did you meet him? I see when you took um, the pic. It was just like I actually met him when I was in LA once. I was uh, shopping at Fairfax, and it's a store. I forgot the name of the store. It's the uh, they sell like used clothes and shit. They sell shoes. I forgot the they name do of the it. YouTube shit too. Yeah, they right across yeah, the street from the car. Round two. Yeah. It's round two. Yeah. So I met him, and then I had on I had on some I went in there. I had on some Argan fives, and he like was talking about the art like how fives and fours is like his favorite shoes and shit so like we kind of talked and then he was like yeah i'm gonna, um i prefer he's like portland is actually like one of my favorite cities he told me he had he got the shit tatted on his hand and he mm. gave me his um manager number he was like if i'm if i ever do a show out there like you welcome to come so when i went mm. out to one of his shows i hooked up and i gave him like a pair of organ fives Oh, he got shit. the O on yeah, it. Nah, he got the like. To say that on. He got the. Uh, nah, that's legal though. You can do that. Oh. So he got. Say, he got well, like. Nah, yeah, he's still a, not a under circle, no more. And it got like a. Um, he got like the big ass. So Oregon known for like these big ass trees. And he got like the trees and shit. And he got Portland, Oregon going around the O. Damn. What's the so, trees they got there? Is it the red one? It's not red. It's like this tree that Stanford uses. Yeah. Yeah. But it's. That, Shout out to her. Yeah. It's, it's, <laughs> a, it's a tree that Stanford uses. But it's like a bunch of those out there. So you had that Christmas style tree. Yeah, yeah I always had one yeah, to go to. Ba- Oregon. Yeah, exactly. It's like nice. a Christmas style tree. But my top five be Travis. It's uh, lit. Drake. He gotta send you the ones. Nah, fuck that. <laughs> yeah. I'm working on it, bro. I'm trying to get the or the ones. purple. Cactus the ones Jack. releasing like, when I, I those went to, come out. Maybe. I went to the Astro World tour and I, I was like, bro, I gotta get the family edition, the purple fours. That what? He was like, I. He was like, bro, it's not as easy. Cause they only made, I think they only made like thirty pair. Yeah, he, like I, I sent a few, I sent a few out, and then I, he was like, he had to go, he had to travel when he, he had to wait till he got back up to Portland to get him to like make another pair so he can get a Don Tolliver like on his new artist. Yeah. But yeah, so I'll say Travis, Drake, Uzi, Sade is definitely in there. That's what I'm talking about. That's what four. She hell yeah. And shit, probably like I listen to a lot of Cardi now, Straight but I just up. started listening. Playboy to Cardi. Or... Yeah, Playboy. Straight up. One of my favorite shit about Cardi though, because like I'm 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 not new to to, to Cardi, but I I'm not like a big fan of him. Yeah. Like, you know what I'm saying? I'm not like a so I don't know all you of this really shit. Listen to it for for it's the lyrics. You just just for the vibe, Man, for like real? but it's kinda like it's him and here. Thug is kinda in there too, but Cardi, my favorite thing to do is Cardi is go on SoundCloud and just type shit in and just listen to and a bunch of it's so much unheard shit and just unfinished songs that's like hella dope. So yeah. Slappers. What? Like I, what? Cardi what? Slappers. A whole lot of red. <laughs> yeah, I'm about to say R- that. The whole lot of what? red. The R.I.P. Fredo. Lord, Lord. Just like a bunch of shit. Like I, I literally Lord, do that shit all the time. I just go to SoundCloud. I do that sometimes. Sean, just listen to straight line. unheard. You seen Maserato? Shut your ass up. I got an L.A. hat on. I don't even Here know what go. the Dodgers record is. Go. You from L.A.? Son, it just hit me again. Nipsey Hussle died, son. Yeah. Let's uh before. No, we're not gonna get it. We had we had an hour and a half. I don't know those signs. Send our that goodbyes shit. to Nipsey Hussle. Nipsey Hussle. That shit crazy. That shit crazy. It's crazy. I fucking appreciate everything you gave us. Bro. Facts. I love Word. your. I love your style. I love your runaway freestyle. It's probably my favorite song by. You, oh, Nipsey that shit was great. The runaway freestyle. Um, that might be city. my first Nipsey Hussle. The first Keys Nipsey Hussle. Keys to the city. My favorite Nipsey song. Hustle in a house. Throw it all the way back. That was my shit. Straight off of Slauson, a crazy motherfucking name, Nipsey. I'm turned up because I grew up in the it's 60s. It's crazy because I got some homies on my Damn, team son. who like, it's, uh, it's niggas really is Crips. Sad, man. Yeah. It's and really, niggas love Nipsey. I just want the, I want the killing to stop, bro. Damn, I say son. this every time I hear something. I want the killing to stop. I don't understand why. I don't know why somebody felt like they would have had to take your life, but you're, you're going to be missed. Nipsey. Damn, son. Like Definitely. a motherfucker, man. And one time for Nip, man. 
One time for the one time. For real. On that note, we got to wrap on that note. Chill out, son. Chill out. Chill out, son. All right. (laughs) We're going to wrap on that note. Joe's the most cool, Corey G. DJ, what you say? I'm definitely going to cry in the car. Yeah, me too. That was, that was, that was fucked up. I don't know why I did that shit. I'm like, shut really, the shit off, man. Fuck. <laughs> appreciate you coming through, dog. Appreciate it. Definitely, lo- Definitely like the football stories. I know we're going to get a lot of feedback from this one. I know when we had Ice Him Up talk about his football journey, a lot of people was fucking with it. So, this is a successfully our longest podcast episode. So, that's a new might record. Be, <laughs> might be definitely. Episode 65. We had an hour 23 right now. We, we going after Joe Budden. Them three hour ass up man. That be doing two hours. I'll be having to like take a break. I watch this shit before I go to sleep. I wake up to do that work. It's like, what's the last shit I remember before I went to sleep? This nigga was talking. It'd be the sleepers. I don't ever listen to the sleepers. It's like a whole thirty minutes. They bullshit for like an hour and twenty before they even get into talking about. But that'd be like the best part, really, because it's to say some funny shit. All right. Well, Stony Shark, you got anything to say? Tell you goodbyes. He blowing this smoke. I don't know, man. Stony Shark's emotional. R.P. Nip. Yeah. Sean, says, Sean says something stupid. I was going to say R.P. Nipsey, but then that nigga. No, because no, he said say something stupid. That's not stupid. No, you know that's your thing. Well, R.P. Nip, man. Straight up. All right, man. I know we out.